Welcome to If This Bar Could Talk, a podcast about bartenders and the stories they have to tell, as well as the storied history of cocktails, spirits, and bars. I'm Blair Beavers, and here's your host, Leanne Sims. Welcome, listeners. Our guest tonight is Barry Chandler, host of Stories and Sips. Barry, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. So tell us about Stories and Sips. Um, What is it and when did it get started? So my goal is to help more and more Americans fall in love with Irish whiskey and Stories and Sips helps them do that. It's a mixture of a whiskey club, an online whiskey club where we organize the delivery of Irish whiskeys around the United States and have club virtual events and opportunities to meet the makers behind Irish whiskey. And we also have corporate events where we work with companies to host fun events for their teams, for their clients, all using Irish whiskey as a a key component. And I started Stories and Sips back in 2016. So it's in its sixth year. It's it's been part hobby, part um, kind of evolved from a hobby into a into a business over the years, and um, there seems to be lots of thirst across the United States for Irish whiskey, uh, seeing as nobody has any interest anymore in drinking inferior spirits like bourbon or scotch. And so, this this is good news for Ireland. Wow! <laughs> now this was. Wasn't this born out of uh, your participation in a charity event? It was. In in 2016, I, I hosted my first whiskey tasting, not knowing anything about whiskey, really about Irish whiskey, in order to raise money for cancer research for Pelotonia, which is a, a, a grassroots fundraiser in Columbus, raising money with, together with the, the James Cancer Research and Solar Art, Cam, Cancer Hospital and Solar Research Institute. And the whiskey tasting that I did in 2016 was a farce when I look back on it in terms of what I knew about whiskey, but it somebody had the good idea that I should host a whiskey tasting to raise money. And my response was, well, I don't know anything about Irish whiskey. And they said, well, you have an Irish accent and that's good enough. And I said, it is good enough. And so I bought some whiskeys and I do believe you were part of the first whiskey tasting. I think I ever did. If I recall correctly, uh, you may have been there, but we just offered up whiskeys, a chance to try them, taste them. I had Googled some information about these whiskeys, and that was the extent of my knowledge on Irish whiskey six years ago. And it just went from one tasting to two tastings to five tastings. And every tasting, I got to know more about the whiskeys because I learned more, I researched more, and I got to share more information. And I think in doing so, I fell in love with Irish whiskey more and more uh, to the point where I wanted to do more and more of it, share more of it. And also it it stirred a bit of a pride in me for Ireland, having lived outside of Ireland for, at that stage, about 10 years. So it, uh, yeah, we still fundraise today for, for Pelotonia and a couple of other causes. And uh, we, we get the chance to put more Irish whiskey into, into more people's bellies than, than ever before. Well, we may have been at the first one, but we didn't know it because you seemed like a pro already at drinking and talking. Well, I, I pale in comparison to your own whiskey knowledge, but uh, what, what I lacked in experience, I probably made up for in enthusiasm and inebriation. And that maybe came across uh, as well as needed to be. As absolutely. <laughs> so you do both in-person and virtual um, events. You do storytelling and tasting. Storytelling, is that a thing in the Irish culture? 
You know, I'm trying to get the Irish to be good at it. It's a, it's a tough order. But yeah, you know, most of the events these days are virtual by nature of the world. And uh, just the, the, the realization over the past few years that we can bring so many more people together virtually than we were ever able to do in person. So it's, it's predominantly virtual today. Uh, the storytelling aspect, I think, is, is a big aspect of the Whiskey Club and our events because I'm a firm believer that the people, the places, the, the stories, the tales behind the product are as interesting, if not more interesting than the liquid itself. So I'm keen to, to share those as part of the, as part of the, the narrative, the tasting. And I don't know, I think whiskey tastes better when you get closer to the people, get closer to the places and have some kind of connection beyond just the taste. Now, speaking of stories, haven't you uh, bottled some stories now? I, I have, yeah, we've bottled our own whiskey. We released our first whiskey in 2020 and we're about to release. Uh, by the, back then, I didn't have a whiskey club. Uh, our whiskey club launched in October and we're about to launch our first whiskey for that uh, in the next few weeks as well. So we're on to our second official whiskey release. I've got one of them behind me on the shelf here, which is called The Story. Uh, so that was our first ever whiskey. And we've got The Crack is our second whiskey. And crack is a phrase for an Irish phrase, which just means to have a, have a bit of divilment, have a good time that can only happen in the company of an Irish person or, or in Ireland generally. So that's our next release, which is coming out very soon. That's awesome. What does being in the club entail? So it's a community-based club uh, and you're no strangers to, to whiskey clubs, having run one yourself for so long. One of the realizations that I had in the middle of the pandemic was how much people valued community and company and uh, coming together around a shared interest. And so our whiskey club is based on community events where we bring people together virtually uh, with a few occasional in-person events throughout the year, but uh, monthly events where people will meet online, where we'll meet with distillers and blenders and those who make whiskey, where we'll have a chance to taste the whiskeys in the company of the people who make them. We'll ship whiskey kits around the United States People also have a chance to be part of our club whiskey releases. So we have exclusive Irish whiskeys that we release a few times a year that won't be available in any store. They're especially bottled or blended or released for us. And then we also have the chance for our members to form part of a group that will purchase a cask of whiskey. And then over the course of the years of maturing, we'll follow the story of the cask. We'll speak with the distiller and taste its progress along the way and then bottle it up for our members once it's reached maturity. So lots of fun ways to interact and enjoy Irish whiskey while meeting others who are of the same interest uh, along the way. That's amazing. And which uh, distilleries have you been partnering with on those exclusive bottles? So our, our first uh, bottling for the club is with a company called Two Stacks Irish Whiskey. And Two Stacks Irish Whiskey are what are known as a, a whiskey bonder or a whiskey bottler. And what they do is they source whiskies from various distilleries around Ireland and even further afield. And then they will mature or, or finish them themselves in different casks and blend them in different ways. And so we've worked with them uh, to bring to the market for our first club whiskey bottling, what's called a single grain Irish whiskey. It's a 12 year old whiskey where its predominant ingredient will be maize or corn. And it's aged in a, in a bourbon barrel for most of its life. And then it finishes in a unique cask, which is a, a, a European oak cask that used to contain French wine. Then it contained American style 
Madeira or a fortified, rich fortified sweet wine before our whiskey was put in there for the last six months. So we've got this lovely, rich, dark fruit uh, sweetness uh, being applied to the lighter qualities of a, of a, of a, of a corn or a grain whiskey. So that's our first whiskey, and uh, it's it was packaged up today, incidentally, and it's about to board a ship. So plane sailing, I hope, ahead for, for that shipment that's heading stateside now in the next week. That's awesome. And how did you choose the whiskey? Uh, I know the Irish whiskeys are a blend. So did, were, did you go and taste from the barrels, or how, did, how was that process? Yeah, so, you know, the more common whiskeys that we'd be used to in Ireland or that you might be used in the United States from Ireland, like Jameson or Tullamore Dew or, or Bushmills, those are blended whiskeys. There are other styles that 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 are, are common, are becoming more and more common. So anytime we'd see a whiskey with the word single in front of it would tell us that this is a, coming from one single distillery and, and wouldn't be a blend. So what we have here is just a single grain whiskey, which means it's from one single distillery. It was double distilled, and it means it was made predominantly with with corn or maize. And so this one single cask existed. So it wasn't ever blended with anything else. It was just I one see. single cask that that existed for the past twelve years. How we arrived at that was, you know, there's no shortage of Irish whiskey distilleries or brands or whiskies that we could perhaps choose or or, or companies we could work with. What I wanted to do was. I wanted an American connection with our first whiskey. So we found this cask that had the American style fortified wine, dessert wine uh, that had rested in that cask before. I wanted to work with an up and coming company. I didn't want to work with a large multinational established brand. I wanted to find uh, a company that could benefit as much from the marketing we do around the whiskey as we benefit from the whiskey. And so uh, speaking with two stacks Irish whiskey, it's three young guys who are risking their money and um, uh, probably their marriages, uh, the way they're investing all their time in this in this company in the best way. They, they are really passionate about Irish whiskey and I wanted to showcase what they're doing and their unique approach. And they, the previous releases they had had been very impressive and had garnered a real cult following. And on top of that, we needed to make sure that for our first whiskey, that we could work with a company that we could rely on, that we could trust, that could get things done very quickly. And a smaller, more nimble company, we're going to be able to do that for us very quickly. So I think in the long term, we're going to be able to work with lots of different companies of different sizes. But this first whiskey was important. Get a great whiskey, get a great company, and make sure we can get the logistics right. And all three boxes were checked with that, working with, with the guys at Two Stacks. That's awesome. Fun very cool. stuff. So very, to get you a sample. Oh, that would be awesome. We'd love that. Uh, do you happen to have a favorite, a favorite whiskey? I'm a big fan of the Redbreast range of whiskeys, where you can get uh, whiskey from, yeah, like 12 years old all the way up to 32 years of age, and that's a single pot still style of whiskey. So a mixture of malted barley and unmalted barley, no other grains at all in the whiskey, and and it's known for its sherry cask components. So it's matured in both bourbon, ex bourbon barrels, and ex sherry casks. Red breast would be a big favorite of mine. There'd always be red breast on the shelf. Mm. So um, our timing of speaking with you is not a coincidence. Um, as you know, our third, I'm not really a bartender amateur cocktail competition is this weekend. And we're sorry that you couldn't be here to uh, either uh, defend your title or judge 
uh, what the, our new round of contestants are doing, but you were the winner of the second, um, the second competition. What was that competition like for you in terms of like, how difficult was it? Did you find it to be a fun event? Uh, what, what were your thoughts? How, how much preparation went into it? How <laughs> did you hate us afterward? <laughs> <laughs> that was a great experience. And, uh, it was something it was a it was a, a unique way for me to indulge in Irish whiskey because I knew Irish whiskey had to be part of whatever I was going to do in the in the competition and then getting to work with the likes of Logan Demi at um Citizens Trust and being able to dive into perhaps uh, ingredient pairings and recipes that I might not have thought of and looking at stories and ways to tie all these ingredients together really helped me have a greater appreciation for whiskey's role and Irish whiskey's role in both cocktails and in storytelling. And then being able to share the stories on the night and with anyone uh, who'd listen after we'd, we'd, we'd made these cocktails really reminded me how people really fall in love with stories. And if you can convince somebody of a good story, even if they, you know, much to the other contestants' <laughs> disappointment, that you know you can you can maybe carry the crowd along on a good story, and the the drink is almost secondary. But you know, we had, we think we had a mixture of good stories and 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 great whiskies to form the base of our cocktails. So it was a fantastic experience. I I'm delighted that be you know if if there's obviously COVID through a, a wrench in the works for so many things, but you know one of the unintended consequences of all that is that. I perhaps the the longest reigning champion of uh, of your cocktail contest, and maybe uh, will never be beaten in my run of the longest uh, to hold the title. <laughs> so, did you did it give you a newfound respect for what bartenders do, what they go through in creating a cocktail? A hundred percent. I mean, it's you see. I mean, you see it every day. How much is being done simultaneously behind the bar? You don't tell a story, stop, then go make a cocktail, then come back, talk. Everything's happening at the same time. And you're also making sure you're putting ingredients in in the right order. You're making sure that your process is on point. You're making sure that you're trying to maintain eye contact. You're trying to keep a connection with your with your customer, with your audience. So I've, look, I've, I've worked behind the bar. I, I know how busy it can get. I have a, a, a big appreciation for those who are able to deliver cocktails at the highest level of quality while building rapport and connection at the same time. It's no small feat. And look, we were all amateurs doing it on the night. And if it wasn't for the great cocktail bartenders that we had mentoring us, I think it would have been a farce of a show altogether. So, I mean, more kudos to them than us. (laughs) (laughs) And your, uh, your cocktail, I think actually two of your cocktails ended up on the menu at Citizens Trust, correct? Yeah, I think I think they did. And Citizens Trust were very supportive and great at showcasing the cocktails afterwards and it was what was great to see was checking back a few months later at at just how much Irish whiskey had been poured in the bar for those cocktails and being able to go back to the distributor and say look if we have the right cocktail, the right cocktail program, you get the right champion behind it at the bar, 
you can move more Irish whiskey. And I think it was rare for them to see, like we used a green spot Irish whiskey. I remember in one of our cocktails, which would typically be maybe a considered a higher end pour and not typically used in cocktails. And it helped the distributor, I think, understand that there was a role at different price points for cock- for, for Irish whiskey and cocktails too. So that was great to see. I think oh. we need those statistics too. That could help us. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot. I, I remember it was something like nine or 10 bottles of green spot had been gone through in about a four or five week period after the uh, the spot of tea went on the menu, which was a big number of bottles. Yeah. That's amazing. And you're right with uh, the price of the, of the bottle. Um, I know the cocktail had to be a little more expensive, but um, it was obviously worth it because I remember the spot of tea was just That's right. amazing. That was your original cocktail. And the Margarita Murphy was also really great. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know what was... We still make that occasionally at home. We do, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know what was better, your stories or your cocktail. What would you... Well, you were a judge, Blair, so uh, it... did his stories help him? Oh, they they didn't <laughs> hurt. Let's put it that way. <laughs> well, I, I I know I'm still cursed in many circles for uh, telling stories to distract for poor bartending. And <laughs> look, it, 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 it all worked out in the end. So there's nothing a good story can't get you into or out of, I'm, I'm convinced. <laughs> uh, That's wonderful. Definitely. So what's next for um, Stories and Sips? What's coming up other than the cast that you're releasing to their bottling packaging today? You know, we're, we're, we're just focused right now on finding great partners over the next year. You know, I think we've got about a year of, of tasting events and whiskey kits planned for sampling We'll be looking at a couple of different casks that we'll get involved with and story events and virtual storytelling. We'll build around these these cask programs and, and the tastings that are coming up. So really, it's just, I think, holding the course now and, and, and making sure our members are happy and that we're, we're delivering value and that we get to showcase more of the smaller brands that have don't have the, the bigger budgets and make sure that they get into the hands of people across the United States and I think a lot. You've probably seen a lot. A lot of time gets gets used figuring out logistics and the the wonderful three tier system across the United States. So lots of learning at the same time as we're as we're pouring. Yeah. So where would someone go if they would like to sign up to be part of your your group and your participate in the club? Yeah. Th- thanks for asking. They can just visit storiesandsips.com. That's storiesandsips.com. And you'll find links to join the club or sign up for our weekly free newsletter and lots of free content on the website too, even if you don't want to be a member. I think we've about 200 hours of free videos and podcasts and all kinds of things up there on Irish Whiskey as well. So it's, it's um, yeah, storiesandsips.com or storiesandsips on any social media channel. You'll find us. We're only too happy to talk Irish Whiskey. <laughs> and drink. Or drink it. Yeah. Yeah. Even better. (laughs) All right. Well, this has been great. It's Barry. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to talk to us. We really appreciate it. And wish all the contestants luck for, for the next, I'm not really a bartender and congratulations to to both of you for all the the work you've been putting in to promote the the craft of bartending and, and bourbon and and cocktails around Ohio and further afield. And I, I don't think, Columbus would be would be the same cocktail wise without the two of you. So uh, thanks for all you're doing. 
Well, well thank, thank you. you for saying that. It's, you know, it takes a lot of sacrifice with R&D and all of that, but, you know, we, we do our civic duty. We do our best. <laughs> we do it well. <laughs> well, thanks again for doing this. We appreciate it. Thanks very much. Slancha. How do I say it? Slancha. Slancha. Slancha is right. Nailed it. Slancha. <laughs> all right. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. Listeners, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Seabus Craft Cocktail Tour. Visit our website at columbuscraftcocktailtour.com for cocktail tour dates, women and whiskey tastings, special events, merchandise. And if you're looking for a gift for that special person in your life, get them a gift card to our cocktail tour. Thank you to the biographer for our original music. And please remember to drink responsibly and be cocktail curious. Cheers. Cheers.